Amen. Thank you, Kevin. Because Mary really didn't know until the angels, until the angel came and mentioned uh, it to her. And um, today, although it's not a Christmas message, um, today we want to look at a passage of scripture. And again, we want to reinforce good theology, good theology. And so I thought that uh, the book of Psalms would do the, uh, to do the trick there for us. And so my prayer is that as we uh, go to it, that God will really um, speak to our hearts. So let's bow in prayer. Father, as we come together again, we want to gather around your word. Help us to hear what David is saying. And may we flow with his thought and affirm in our hearts and live it out starting even today. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said, Amen. Amen. Well, as we uh, move to our passage of scripture this morning, then we're talking about affirmation. What is it? Maintaining a made-up mind. Affirmation. There's some things that we need to affirm and just nail it down. And, um, and so that whatever comes our way, there's some things that they cannot uh, push away from us. And so as we look at that then, we have the verse, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? We know that verse, don't we? <laughs> one, th one thing about it is in our time together is that we want to take this verse apart. Because sometimes we use words. And then if I ask you what the word is, all of a sudden, uh, uh, and that's what I want to eliminate. When the evildoers sell me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet, yet will I be confident. This is David speaking. His whole life, you've known that, that God had blessed him. He, and he's always up and down into something. He thought off, this is a shepherd boy. He's fighting lions and bears and uh, Next thing you know, he's fighting Goliath, giants, and he having a king who tries to kill him. His son turned on him, breaks his heart, took hold of his kingdom. He's on the run. Hishai is throwing rocks at him and, and cursing him. He's been in the caves. And, and so this is, this is a person with a testimony. He doesn't have to bring a piece of paper and read it. He has a testimony that he wants to share with us. And so that's my desire as we go through this this morning. So we see the rest of the verse. One thing I have asked of the Lord, that will I seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. 
to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon the rock. So as we look at this and we talk about our introduction, defining the term. Affirmation is the act of making a declaration of confirmation, approval, support, acceptance, etc. of a person, fact, or situation that requires a personal response. When I, when I make an affirmation, the Lord is my light, of, of whom shall I fear, are we just using Sunday school terms or do we believe it? Are we listening to what other folks have said, or, or is that our testimony? The Lord is my light and my salvation, of whom shall I fear? Be careful how you answer that, because you're going to go through the storm. And while in the storm, it will be test time. Is the Lord your light? Is he your salvation? So guess what? We need to be as good ethnologists, deal with these words. And that we will be doing. Observation. I believe that every morning we should arise and declare in our hearts a high reverence, respect, and, and uh, reliance on our Lord's provisions. I don't know how you woke up this morning. I don't know whether you woke up running or whatever. I try to make it my business that when I get up in the morning, it's devotion time. Okay. Okay. He woke me up. Okay, then the first thing that I think is important then, and my, my, my stress now is more quality devotions. Uh, at least I'm up, but more quality devotions. And so as we uh, look at this then, what does it take to, to make an uh, affirmation? Let's read together. What is it? It has to be personal. It had to be personal. Don't quote anybody else. It's what you feel about it. It's where you are. It's something where you at, okay? The next, it has to be declared. The Lord does not have secret saints. God's not looking for that. Next, it must, it must be believed by the person. You must believe it, not just quote it. It must be believed by the person. It must be believed by the person. Next, it must be given from a position of commitment. When you say the Lord is my light, is that a wish, you know, an aspiration, or a determination? The Lord is my light. The Hebrew boys, they didn't say it in so many words, but guess what? We will not bow down. The Lord is my light. Daniel in the den refused to bow down to anybody else. The Lord is my life. In your work situation, in your stressful situation, God is saying, where are you? And you should cry back, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Next, it carries a tremendous responsibility of being loyal. Next, it leaves no room for error. Psalms 107 2 says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he has redeemed from trouble. 
So it has to be personal. It has to be declared. It must be, be believed by the person. It must be given from a position of commitment. It carries a tremendous responsibility of being loyal. It leaves no room for error. When you make an affirmation, there's two things, either say it or shut up. No other room. Either you believe it or you don't believe it. If so, say so. That's what a witness does. If so, say so. I think that is so important, so important. So we move on. Thinking it through. Let us examine the words of David and it will greatly uh, benefit us. Number one, his declaration. Number two, his determination. And then his desire. So his declaration, his determination, and his desire. So we're going to move right on through this. And not so much to rush it, but I want us to at least get the idea here that we are on target. Ready? And so, um, and so we have here number one, his declaration. And as we look at his, his declaration, um, it's a verse really to itself. It says, the Lord, and notice what it says, is, present perfect tense. The Lord is my light. It's not, I, don't, I want the Lord to be my light. He says, he is my light. And it doesn't say, he's going to be my light. He is right now, present perfect tense, right now. He is my light. The stronghold of my life, of whom shall I fear? Three foundational things David revealed and confidently declared. Number one, the Lord is my light to see. The Lord is my salvation to protect. The Lord is my strength, stronghold to remain fixed, committed. You see, you see what he's doing now? He says, the Lord is my light so I'll be able to see. see? The Lord is, is my salvation, that means that he protects me. The word salvation in the, in the Bible, there's, there's, there's over 1,500 times salvation is mentioned in the Bible. Because there are many ways of salvation. One is that you're saved. God chose us before the foundation of the world according to Ephesians 1. But we know that he did it. And the fact that we, he died on the cross of Calvary, Jesus, then we are saved. So judicially, spiritually, that's settled. But every day God saves us from something. The word means deliverance. This week, you can try to count. If you only just count, does it count your many blessings? Count the number of times God saved you uh, just by your just keeping your mouth shut. I think about it in driving. I think about just a number of ways God has delivered me. I was looking at uh, looking on computer. Um, I don't go to a website that would not be embarrassed. Anyone can look at my computer. I have no problem with whatever you look at. Trust me, I have no problem. I'll go to sleep while you're looking. But there are some conversations there that I said, when you get on YouTube, there are some things I said, I will not go there. I'm not interested. I don't want to go there. I'm not curious. Because the Lord, what, is my Because, and so let's, let's, let's stretch this out a little bit more as we, um, we, we deal with this. Uh, let's see if it's clicking here. It's not clicking. Uh, do it from there, okay. Light. When we talk about light, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. 
Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. So which means that when it says the Lord is my light, it is exclusive. That means that God is giving you directions. You are following him and not going ahead of him and then asking him to bless it. The Lord is my light. John 9, 5. As long as I am in the world, what did he say? I am the light of the world. Again, we see this word. The Lord is my light. And Jesus Christ says, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. So don't get bent out of shape. Yes, there's everything going wrong in our country, in our cities, and everything else. If you begin to start quoting and worrying about all of that, the Lord is saying, what about my peace I've given to you? Didn't I give you peace? And I promised you in Isaiah 26, 1, thou shalt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he what? Trust in thee. I, um, I really appreciate my, my uh, son-in-law um, because there's a number of things that has happened in his life and he always look at, his words are, is this, it's all good. I mean, more things have happened to this young man that would break your heart, and yet still he stands there and he, he keeps saying, it's all good. You have to be in a position to see it from a different way, from a different angle. You're going to be in a world that does not, that hates God and will not tolerate how you think. And you can still stand there and say, it's all good. Know why? Because I'm looking at you from a light position, and I see that you're in darkness, and that's how you respond in darkness. But th there's, there's another verse. Let's read together. You are the light of the world, a city set on a hill. First, the Lord says, I am, I am, I am. Then you, when you hang out with Jesus, he says, you are. The Lord is my light because of the fellowship. The Lord is my light because he called me into his, his, uh, into this fellowship. The Lord is my light because now my life has been changed forever. The Lord is my light. Can you say that too? Even in your darkest hours, these two months have been really something for me and uh, there's, a, there's a point where really it was just me and God, how, that's how I felt inside. Uh, there's a point of frustration and, and everything else from um, the wrong medicine, the wrong glasses, uh, sugar going all the way up to 200 and something. And I mean, just, that was just, that was just uh, on the inside while a number of things were happening on the outside all at one time. And I said, and I, and I, just, I just laid in the bed. And as a child looks to the, use this to mommy. <laughs> But as a child looks to the Lord, I had to stand on what I know, not what I wish will happen. I'm not asking that all of the other things pass away. It's, it's a growing time. It's a growing time. I'm not in a rush, so let me help you. You know that when uh, a butterfly 
And of course, butterflies do not make cocoons. They make chrysalis. But before they, you, you find a butterfly, the caterpillar crawling. And as the, as and it's just eating and going all, doing all of those things and just gorging itself. And, and then all of a sudden, that ugly looking caterpillar, that's where we were in life. Ugly caterpillars. But all the things that the caterpillar was eating was what he needed for transformation inside the chrysella. And so he keeps eating the leaves and he keeps doing this and he keeps doing that. And all of a sudden, he begins to make this chrysella where he goes in. And that's where the change come. What is the anthropomorphosis? Or something like that. Metamorphosis, that's what it is, thank you. And so the whole thing was that all of a sudden he started changing, changing, changing. You cannot help him when he's coming out. Because he has to have the strength. And that's why he's fighting, he's fighting. I once was crawling. I'm in this chrysilla. It's time for me to come out. But it's not going to be an open door. I had to fight my way out as I fight for what God wants for me to be. Yes. And, the, and what you find out is that this caterpillar now in the chrysilla, when this metamorphosis takes place, all of a sudden it has what, what it never had, wings. Because it's getting ready to go to a new normal. And once it gets its wings, it starts fighting its way out. Don't help it. If you help it, it will be crippled. And therefore, you had to fight. It had to fight itself. But once it gets out, I have never seen an ugly butterfly. They're beautiful. They're not crawling anymore. They're flying. And one thing about it is that when they fly, their diet changes. They were eating on the leaves. You see? And so now they, 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 they're getting the, uh, the pollen or whatever the case may be, and they're just lighting there. And, and God is saying, I'm telling you that when you say the Lord is my light, there's a stage where you're going through right now. You might have to fight and struggle, but just stay with the plan. When you stay with the plan, he will enable you to break out. And then you would have water testimony. The Lord is my light. You look back to all that you were, all that you have gone through, how he's helping you right now, and you're saying, the Lord is my light. I trust that you will say that too. And he says, and my salvation. And I think that that is so important. When we talk about salvation, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Strength. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the what? Power or strength of his might. David's confidence in the faithfulness of God caused him to uh, encourage himself and proclaim to the world, Whom shall I fear or be afraid? Because he used both of those words back in, 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 in uh, verse chapter 1 or verse 1. He says, first, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. You know? See, So the whole idea is this, that the Lord is your strength. Everybody with me so far. 
I think it's so important that as we begin to make this a part of us, a part of our thinking, a part of our actions, number one, you will start standing out. Don't expect people to pat you on the back. Because usually light affects people in darkness. So we go to the second one. His determination. Well, if you look at his determination, then it says, when evil doers assails me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet will I be confident. And here we find something else about this, this uh, in our observation. And that is, there are two words we should pay close attention to. You see the first one? When. He didn't say if my enemies, when. This emphasized the inevitable and unavoidable situation that will occur. When my enemies. You keep on living, you're going to keep running into the when in your life. How do you handle the when? Then you see the other one. What is it? Though. Accepting the reality of the anticipated moment. There are times when your enemy uh, assail you, but though they do, God is not concerned about them. He'll take care of them anytime he wants to. He's concerned about what are you doing in the midst of it. How do you respond? Every situation you're in, and I begin to personalize this, every situation I'm in, I'm analyzing myself, okay, Don Rackett, how are you responding to this? Doing a very simple plumbing job, you know, uh, unscrewing it. The, whole, the Lord laid on my heart, Don, you're a diabetic, use your gloves and do it. <laughs> Took the pop, cut my finger. Now I was saying, where did all this redness coming from? Found out I was bleeding. You know. <laughs> See now, all he had to do. You see. But meanwhile, as I do all of this analyzing, the first thing I analyze myself, okay, Don, what's your attitude now? Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you bent out of shape? What's your attitude now when things go wrong and out? Your, the good thing wasn't your best playing fingers, but it hit your finger and boy, that hurts. And the Lord says, I want you to be careful. In, that, in your thought life. Because when it happens, though it does happen, how will you respond? The worst case scenario David, David revealed in his plan of action. Do you have a worst case scenario, a plan for the unexpected? You know why we get bent out of shape a lot of times? Because I didn't expect that to happen to me. I saw my neighbor go through it. I saw it on the news. I didn't expect it to happen to me. What you mean give me your my money? I didn't expect get out of my car. I didn't expect that to happen to me. But if it does, can you still say the Lord is my light and my salvation? Whom shall I be? Afraid be, uh, be afraid. Get this now. 
Uh, as we look at this whole idea of establishing a worst case scenario, that means, and maybe I can help you here. here notice what Job said. Let's read together. Though he slay me, I will hope in him. Yet I will argue my case to his faith. It's twofold there. That's why that comment's there. The first one says, Yea, though he slay me. I, I remember the old uh, the King James. Yea, though he slay me, yet. What? I will argue my case. Yes. He says, Yea, though he slay me, he says, yet no, will I. No. I, I, and then King James says, Though yea, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Okay. I will trust him. He said, that's my statement. He said, but you know what? Although I trust, I'm going to argue my case with him about what I'm going through. I know he's slaying me. Here's my affirmation. I know that he's doing this. I trust him. He said, do you all understand that? I trust him. But, he says, comma. That little comma there. says, yet I will argue my ways to his face. That's between me and him. But let the world know one thing. I'm standing firm. I'm standing firm. His desire. As we look at his desire, then the observation, two things that are quite obvious about David's love for the Lord. His passionate request. One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. When was the last time you just stopped and had a God moment? Not about the things going on right here, but a God moment of what's going to happen in the immediate future. This world is passing away. And if you notice, everybody is not in their latter years that God has taken them at different ages. So it has nothing to do with age. When your time is up, it's up. Just got your diploma, praising the Lord, and tripped down the stairs. In a different dominion. Uh, and so I'm just saying right now that uh, when the Lord comes, he says, here's what David says, one thing I have asked the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell. To seek, to dwell, to gaze. You know, we ask the question. These are the words. It says, I'm going to seek, I want to dwell, and I want to gaze. David, why do you have such a strong desire? David, what's driving you for this? To inquire. Say, Lord, I'm going to be nosy and I'm going to inquire. I'm going to ask some questions. But he says this. David's passion was to be in God's presence, a beautiful, safe, and quiet place. A beautiful, safe, and what? He says, one thing I desire, to be in a beautiful, safe, and quiet place. He said, I take that moment. Some folks are uh, dreaming about Disney World or uh, going on trips and everything else. And David said, oh, no, no, no. I take my mind off of the physical move to a point in my relationship with God. It says, one thing that I desire. What is your desire? What is it that's, that's pulling your heart? 
When was the last time you just had that time with the Lord? Just, just you and the Lord. And you don't have to write it out or let other folks know. Just that quiet time. Because in the quiet time is also the strengthening time and the identif and identifying time where we begin to really understand God's heart. That's what he wants to do. Affirmation. When we, when we maintain that, this is not something that you make a one-time thing. No, 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 no. It's, a all, it's through the rest of your life. Here's where I'm at. I was sharing in our new membership class um, uh, something about uh, the, the President Bush, the one that just passed, senior. There's one thing that was said about him. Out of all the things that were said, everybody concurred, agreed he was a man of integrity. Isn't that something? Regardless of what, well, all of the things that he, uh, the, all the areas that he was in from uh, uh, aeronautics, uh, you know, and uh, then uh, you, you look at uh, through his political career and many times failing and everything, he says, through all that he went through, everyone that knew him said he was a man of integrity. I don't know what he would say, but don't you understand that each one of us, we who are image bearers, one thing that we need to be is we'll be people of integrity. And to be people of integrity, you have to have not only the person, the person, but your position. That when people hear you and say, the Lord is my light and my salvation, no one will grunt. Because mm. I, know, I know the jokes you laughed at. I know your quick temper. I know your impatience. Is the Lord your light? Yes or no? Sell it today. His profound faith. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high on a rock. Notice the words. David re revealed three things he was convinced the Lord would do on his behalf. First thing he would do what? Hide me. Now, no, when, when the Lord hides you, <laughs> nobody will find you. <laughs> when the Lord hid David, nobody could find David. The king was searching all over the place. He will what? Conceal me. Then what will he do? Hide, concealed, and lift me high upon a rock. Who do I go to? And that song talks about the fact that of, I stand on the rock. God is my high tower. And so as we look at this then, one word would sum up this state, uh, this, uh, these statements. What's that word? Protection. You'll hide, conceal, lift me up. That's why when David came with Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down the green pastures. He restores my soul. He leads me beside the still waters. See, he gave me peace, you know. All through this, David gives 
I mean, he's living out, he's just kind of just exuding the fact that I hang out with God, and these are the benefits. And what I go through, you can go through more because you have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in each one of your lives if you know him as your Savior. Well, one last thing, wrapping it up. Let's read it together. Never forget our God, Father. And his eternal power and might never let any part of life keep you from holding on to his unchanging hands. Never forget. When you see people been out of shape, you have to remind them because they have forgotten. They have forgotten who they are. They have forgotten what God is doing in and through their lives. And we have, and we, if we're stronger, then we look at the weaker one and we go and put our arm around them and let them know you're still in the ship. We want you to be strengthened by it. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? If we don't have, see, what happens is, and I say this as we wrap it up. God saved us and he called us sheep. But he takes us as sheep and makes us a fighting unit. And he keeps telling us to put on the whole armor of God. Sheep don't, <laughs> sheep don't fight. Sheep are always afraid, they're infighting, they wander off and everything else. Matter of fact, you don't have any team that you have, and a sports team that's called the Sheeps. Have you run across any? They always try to have something that's vicious and strong, you know? The bulls, you know? The cubs, you know? The bears, you know? You see, okay, the name of all the ones is your thing. Okay, the whole idea is this. They, they use the, these ones, the, the falcons, you know, they, they, they throw out these names. And they throw these names out, the wolves, you know. They, they throw, they, the hawks. They say, the sheep. People say, the sheep. And, they, and, and the people will laugh because they say, here come the sheep. out, And, they, and people would laugh. But you know what? We are more than conquerors through him that love us because he's our light and our salvation. Whom shall I fear? If that's not a part of your, your, your words this morning, if that's not a part of your life, you're living as a saint, but as a secret saint, not using the things that God has given you. So as we close this morning, then again, as we talk about this whole idea of affirmation, maintaining a made-up mind. May you make up your mind today. Where are you? I would like to pray for you. Oh, Father God, I thank you for each one of the saints of God. Each one of us are in different stages of our lives. Some are somewhat frustrated by circumstances, by 
the physical, the mental, the financial, but that's life. Help us, Lord, to understand me. When you chose us, you, you came into darkness, and the darkness received you not. But when you came, you came to give light, and we are the light of the world. We are redefined. And being redefined, there's a certain way that light should act throughout its existence. And so, Lord, help us to make up in our mind, in our hearts, and have the same type of affirmation that David had, a man after your heart. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my shepherd. He keeps saying he is. And David died trusting the Lord. May we do the same. And Lord, I just pray for each one of the saints. Help us, Lord, to read over the verses, the five verses. Although, it's, it's, although the whole psalm is great, but just, just starting with the five verses, may they pick out those verbs, personalize it, and live it. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said. sing the Lord is my light and my salvation I'm going to help you with the words if you need a little help the Lord is my light and my salvation the Lord is my light and my salvation the Lord Whom shall I fear? Whom 
Lord and be of good courage. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage. Oh, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait on the Lord and be. He shall strengthen thine heart. He shall strengthen thine heart. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord is the the Lord is the strength. The Lord, the Lord is the strength. The Lord is the strength of my life. Oh my, whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.